Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We are a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion, and we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Um, this week, we are joined again by our friend Chris, the American Werewolf. Chris, how you doing? Hello. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? We're good. Doing Tell great. our listeners a little bit about yourself again. Uh, well, so I am still the American werewolf living in Brazil. Uh, <laughs> I know Lee from back in college and about, well, actually, almost two years ago, I moved to Brazil. And since then, I've been exploring the food and culture of Brazil and sharing that online and trying to get through the pandemic like everybody else, yeah. just in a different place. <laughs> yeah. We live for your food posts. I love oh, the way everything yeah, looks down I there. Love, I love the food posts. I love seeing what's, what's different in Brazil versus here. Um, and yeah, you definitely have some cool stuff on there. Uh, wait till you see the stuff I got coming up because my boyfriend actually used to manage a McDonald's in Brazil. Oh. In the 90s. So we have a collection of McDonald's toys from the 90s what? from Brazil. Oh, that... <laughs> is amazing yeah yeah we were just at retrocon uh recently and um yeah they had a lot i just bought a whole lot more mcdonald's toys and there was just so much cool memorabilia there um but yeah i'm super excited to see some mcdonald's toys from brazil that's amazing it's just funny like we've got a couple and i was looking through i'm like i had this back in the u.s but it was a different color so let's just have the same thing but different colors oh that's amazing that's super cool all right, and we are kicking off the spooky season with this episode, and we're going to we're going to get creepy today and watch the Creepy Crawlers cartoon. Um I have never seen this before, which is wild to me because I fucking loved Creepy Crawlers as a kid. Um but I'm I have not exactly seen Exactly the this. same. What about you, Lee? Yeah, I've never I've never seen this. Um yeah, loved Creepy Crawlers as a kid, loved like all the fun commercials that went along with creepy collars they were really good never seen this but i'm i am so in and you either you didn't see this either chris no i ran into it completely randomly on instagram one day and i was like at first i thought it was a commercial for the toy because i loved the toy and then i'm like wait a second <laughs> what is this <laughs> yeah and it's wild. The show ran two seasons, so I mean, it seems like, you know, a big enough deal that people were watching it. But I, I didn't even know this existed until you guys brought it up. Yeah, to me. like what channel was it even on? I like don't even know. Like this has got to be one of those things, like that, uh, what the genie movie with uh, <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the fake Shazam movie. I'm yes, like, yes. This isn't real, right? This doesn't yeah. actually exist. We're yeah. just no, now. this is all just a lie. Exactly. <laughs> We're in a parallel universe where that movie and this show does exist. <laughs> right on. Why don't we put this thing on then and see what we think? Yeah. And we're back. So we just finished watching the first episode of the Creepy Crawlers cartoon from 1994. Coming right out of it, I gotta admit, man, I didn't hate it. I thought it was pretty funny. 
no, I, I couldn't stop laughing. There was a lot of like fun puns and like the theme song was super nice. There was an origin story. Like it was, I, I was here for it. How about I you, Chris? Was, I was thoroughly confused. Yeah. But interested. I mean, if, if this was a video, you would have just seen me like, what? Yeah. The entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, an origin story goes, I mean, it's a silly origin story that the the villain wants to take over the world because people laughed at his magic tricks. But, but I mean, they laid out the story pretty clearly. There were some topical puns that I thought were really funny. They, they made a, they just took a cheap shot at the Olsen twins for no good reason, but <laughs> it got me real good. Hey, but Double Toil and Trouble was around that time, so it kind of makes sense. Wow, I, the fact that you just pulled that out of your ass is... I got nothing, man. I, 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 got lo- nothing. I, I love that that VHS. I love that. I would, I, would, I would watch that for this. Like, I loved it. <laughs> so, since you mentioned the theme song, I would agree. That I thought the theme song was an absolute banger. Yes. I was super into it. It was so, it was so fun. Just so, you, I love those, like, catchy theme songs that yeah. aren't boring and really get you in because I, I i just got so excited when that came on like even though i didn't see it before i i i know what those creepy crawlers are and just got me so excited did it give you any other cartoon vibes <sighs> like street sharks maybe no no so the theme song was written by shuki levy we just talked about him a couple weeks ago when we did our theme song episode he worked on he-man and the masters of the universe he worked on she-ra um, and also, not the theme song, but he did seven several versions of Power Rangers. Okay, that but makes sense. the theme song that I think is most like this, he also did Inspector Gadget. Okay, yeah. And I got real Inspector Gadget vibes mm. off of that song. See, the vibes I was getting from this because, like, how the ca- the creepy callers kind of looked um, when they came out, like the out of the magic machine. Yeah. Kind of like. Captain Planet, almost. Yeah, aesthetically for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, th- I'm talking just like the the music itself, yeah. the way like it told the story of the yeah I, of the I, whole I thing. Definitely, yeah, we yeah. were talking about He Man, and I was like, no, and like when you said Power Rangers, like, it kind of reminded me of Captain Planet, which kind of like around the same time. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Planet was. Right yeah, and also the other thing, the the vi- the villain, the magician, kind of reminded me of Gargamel from the Smurfs. Oh, absolutely. I get that. <laughs> totally get yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the show was done by Saban Entertainment. They are also these. They were coming hot off the heels of Power Rangers at this point, um, which is like a mega hit for them. So this was um, what they did shortly after. They must have just gotten like pushed under the radar for all the people obsessed with Power Rangers. Then yeah, I can't yeah. Think of any other reason why I don't know about this? Yeah, yeah. It's super weird to me that I like hadn't even heard of it because, like I said at the top, I loved Creepy Crawlers. Yeah. They were like one of my favorite toys growing up. I Same. forgot how much I loved them until this was brought up, and a lot of memories came rushing back. But that was like my jam. And I a loved lot of these shit. shows like came all like that were basically were toy commercials. And, and this just, absolutely was a toy commercial. Absolutely. <laughs> blatantly toy commercial yeah that's what i was looking at the screen the most for thinking how did they get away with this because wasn't that like not allowed after the 80s to do a commercial like this i think it was like i think it was right around 94 when they when they made the the rule change it was Uh, it was mid 90s yeah then this was a catalyst for that because yeah 
like every 30 seconds was another name for a toy yeah like goop mandos the crying grinds and then they have yeah. the car and like all the characters yeah yeah it's around the time of of um captain planet that you really start seeing like shows have to have some kind of educational value to them that's why like biker mice from mars they talk about um how they destroyed the environment of mars and that's why they were coming here um same with street sharks they had like a environmental twist to it um so i think it was right around this time maybe this was just before the the rules change um because yeah this was this was a toy commercial. There's just no other way to put it. <laughs> yeah. I was an enjoyable toy commercial. I actually had a really great time with it. I laughed a lot, way more than I thought I was going to. But it was really a toy commercial. I, I There's no other way to put it. Um, Cast-wise, there's not a whole lot of people to talk about. The main character, Chris, his name's Joey Kamen. Uh, his only other like huge credit is he was one of the Monstars from Space Jam. Oh, my God. He was Monstar <laughs> Bang, uh, which is pretty great. Um, they do have a pretty, pretty notable other actor playing some really random roles. Spooky Goopy and the older brother Todd was Cam Clark. And you would know Cam Clark as Leonardo from the original Ninja Turtles. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Um, but other than those two, the other the other people in this in this show are really just like background character actors. You you wouldn't recognize any of the roles they've really yeah. done. Um, those are the only two that stood out to me. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. The one thing I wanted to say, the one tiny character that was on his, I don't know what the character's name was. The one no, on it was the, the flea. I can't the remember flea. what they were calling. I it. felt like that should have been Frank Welker. Cause it really did seem like a Frank Welker yeah, role. It, it, yeah, it just like he's always like those weird like pet <laughs> characters, and I was I was hoping you were going to say that, but I you said there you you would have said it by now if yeah, it was Frank no. Welker. But no, yeah, that, the only that's two. a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, that really is a Frank Welker role. He loves to do those like yeah, little like weird Yudi characters. Yeah, the unicorn is like my favorite one. I can't wait for those cards to come in. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Very excited about that. I bought some uh Dungeons and Dragons themed magic cards that are like from the cartoon <laughs> and uh Uni the Unicorn voiced by Frank Welker is on one of them. <laughs> uh as far as like facts about the show, I, I it's pretty light. I don't have a lot. Like it, the show kind of was relatively un uncontroversial. Like it it just was a toy commercial it did its job like i said i enjoyed it but i do have a bunch a bunch of facts about creepy crawlers because like i said i fucking loved me some creepy crawlers Uh, so i want to get a vibe from you two when you think creepy crawlers when do you think like what time do you associate with creepy crawlers like time of day or like time no like when did they come out in your head decades right yeah like the 90s well, like I know it from the '90s because that was right. my childhood. But I know they've been around since the '60s. Yeah, creepy crawlers. They actually weren't originally called creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers was an extension to the Thing Maker that Mattel put out in 1964. Whoa! These things have been around since the '60s. I did not know that. I, did I not thought they came that. out in the nineties. Yeah. Um, the original creepy crawler, or again, the the thing maker. It was a hot plate that you put 
the cast on top of and that heated up the molds. Ah, even safer. <laughs> that thing was 400 degrees. So this toy was a 400 degree open hot plate that you put metal molds on top of to heat up the plastic goop that they used that would then harden um, with the heat. Seems like a great idea. Seems like a just awesome idea. It was super successful though. People fucking loved it. <laughs> you could play with that while you were making your, your bombs out of plutonium also. Yeah. yeah. For children. Yeah, it was definitely back in the day where you could, I mean, we have some uranium glass from around that time. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a weird time. Um, but in 1973, the um, the Consumer Product Safety Commission took over regulation of toys that used to be handled by the FDA. And they said, no, you cannot sell a 400-degree <laughs> hot plate to children. Oh, darn. Um, so Mattel put out a Thingmaker 2, which was less um, dangerous. But also less good, so it was it, it kind of flopped. It was it was not a great seller. So after that, from seventy eight till ninety two, creepy crawlers were like off the market. Huh. And then in ninety two, another company called Toymax released what we are talking about as creepy crawlers. Um, that machine that looked. It actually effectively was an Easy Bake Oven. It okay. used the same light bulb that the Easy Bake I Ovens did. I was just about to mention that. Yep. Yeah, it was my... Boy Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. that, that, that's how they marketed it, and I mean, they nailed it. They did. <laughs> um, so, I think this is cool, and I might be the only one who finds this interesting, but the Plastigoop that you squirted into the molds and then heated up and cured... That was their proprietary name for it was Plastigoop. But the material is called Plastisol. Oh. Lee is panging. Um, the light bulb is going off in Lee's it head is. because Plastisol is what screen printers use to print T-shirts. That's screen printing ink now. Um, and it's essentially like a liquid plastic that when you cure it, when you heat it up to 300 degrees, it then hardens. Um, so I was making toys out of Plastisol when I was a kid, and now that I'm an adult and run a screen printing company, I use it to screen print t-shirts. Oh, that's hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah. You need to make a creepy color shirt with, with your Plastisol. I could totally do that. You should. Please yeah. do. Yeah, and interestingly <laughs> enough, and I didn't know this, so I looked it up when I was looking at this, but Mattel invented Plastisol in, in the 60s, 1963. Oh, what? Um, so yeah, so... Creepy crawlers and the toys that, uh, like the machine that came with it, is really to thank for uh, screen printing. Wow. That we, at least how we know it now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that must be inspiring to you as a t shirt maker. I think it's super cool. Yeah. I think it's super, super cool. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. I yeah. Better, but yeah, I better see this creepy crawler shirt because that would be super cool. I'm have to, I'll have to think about it. Yeah. I'll, I can come up with something. Yeah. Come up something. Yeah. Now, I didn't know this. Let me know if either of you guys did. There was a toy line for this show. Yep. And I don't mean like the creepy crawlers. I mean like an action figure oh, toy wow. line of those characters. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the few things. I saw this originally on Instagram and I'm like, what? No. So I looked it up and then all these toys came up. And I'm again, how did I miss all these toys? Uh, it's so yeah, wild it's to so me. weird. <laughs> 
Because this is like right in my wheelhouse, man. I was playing with uh, Turtles and Toxic Crusaders. These guys would have fit right in. I did, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was at RetroCon looking in all those bins for your Toxic Crusaders and the Ninja Turtles. I did not. I mean, I don't know if I was looking for creepy crawlers, but it would have been cool. I, I wouldn't have recognized any yeah, of these characters yeah, I if I, I saw them this weekend. Like any of that, because like all these these people just have bins and bins and dollar toys, and I don't think I don't think I would have recognized it. But it would have been cool if I saw one. Yeah. Now, the gimmick for the toy line, and they hinted at it in the episode, they had, like, hourglasses of slime on their chests. Yeah. And in the episode, they flipped over, and then the slime went from the bottom of the hourglass to the top of the hourglass, and that's how they recharged themselves. But that was a plug for the toy line, because that's what you did with it, is you flipped it over, oh. and the goop would oh, go wow. to the top. Okay. It was very goop-heavy. Yeah, um, they said there was a lot of gooped uh, words in this thing. Yeah. And the other kind of cool thing about this toy line, and these things are probably, the toys I bet you aren't that that hard to find or, or expensive. I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, toy collectors let me know. I bet you this is expensive. With each of the action figures, a metal mold for like accessories for oh. the action figures was sold with it that you would use in the creepy crawler oh, machine. Wow. Super cool. I bet that's hard to find. Yeah. I think that was a great tie-in and of course it meant you had to also have oh, the absolutely. creepy crawler machine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's super cool too. And like I I enjoyed making it I, I think and and like I said, I a lot of like memories came rushing back when I started talking about um creepy crawlers but like for a living now me and lee make things and sell and i think a lot of like my love for like creating stuff came from this creepy crawler machine from back then for sure 100 percent agree because i think the same thing for myself yeah. like i was thinking back and yeah creepy crawler is probably one of the toys that i played with that affected my personality the yeah. most yeah yeah, I just never thought I would be making things and selling them, and I guess we're successful. Yeah, um, but yeah, just and, it, and it's it's them from just like these like '90s toys where you could make things like creepy crawlers. I I think that's super cool, and yeah. it's just definitely I'm I'm glad we watched this. Yeah, I think my love for crafting really does stem right back to like you can pinpoint it to creepy crawlers. Oh man. So I, I think guess, that's super cool. Now that I'm a crafter, now now I'm like I'm like thinking now I'm like thinking like what can I what can we do? Because I mean I want to get back into jewelry making. Yeah. Um and uh, uh, creepy and crawler earrings, obviously. Yeah. 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 So I mean I would definitely want to do something like that because yeah just thinking about all the things that I have done like um I I feel like I could do something really cool. Yeah. If we found some of these molds, we yeah. could probably take could my even, screen printing yeah. ink and just squirt it into the molds. For sure. And we yeah. have made our own mold. We have the make your own mold thing too. So yeah. That. Yeah. They it have to be able to hold up to three hundred degree heat. So there's that, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I'm I'm I I've got thoughts about. No, I definitely it, so. I definitely have thoughts. I I yeah, this is definitely definitely inspiring for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a super cool. It was a super cool like thing. The yeah. whole the whole line, and there was a ton of accessories for it. Yes, you know. I remember. Yeah, I've seen. I remember seeing all the different things you could do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I just I wonder if if anybody even like still has them because I mean. 
it's just like it was more like a crafting thing. So I'm like, I wonder if anybody yeah. still even has them or or sells. Them I or haven't anything. seen one in a long time. Yeah, like I've seen all easy, like the yeah, yard sale big, thrifting yeah, we do. I've never seen I've one. Seen. Yeah, but yeah, it, it would be it would be cool to see at least to see again. Yeah. But yeah, I also I also just want like always, and my thing is wonder is like would would kids today like appreciate this as much as we do? I don't know, man. People still like play doh, right? People still like making stuff. Like that's still a thing that people do. Yeah, like every time you know? we sell our parlor, like they're like, oh, like uh, they're like, oh, we can make this. Like yeah. good, well, good for good for yeah. you. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you can make it. Yeah. So <laughs> one thing I know about Creepy Crawler, uh, they. I think maybe five years ago, something like that. Uh-huh. We're planning on releasing a 3D printer. Yep. But oh, wow. it's like never went through, and I wouldn't want to play with the creepy crawler 3D printer. Like, yeah, well, and that's the other th- interesting thing there. I don't know who owns creepy crawlers at this point because Mattel lost the the copyright to uh to Toy Max, but Toy Max was bought out. So I don't know if Mattel got it back or not, but I know Mattel was working on a Thing Maker three that was going to be a three D printer, and it didn't get off the ground. Start searching the copyrights and try to yeah. try to pick it up, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ripe for the taking. Um, I do know who has the movie rights to Creepy Crawlers right now. In twenty eighteen, Paramount Pictures <laughs> said it was in production. They're going to make a Creepy Crawlers movie. What that is, what that would look like, I have no idea. But apparently Paramount Pictures was looking into it. It would be kind of cool if it was kind of like you know like the fear like Fear Street like for the adult like how they had did Fear Street for like adults, but like creepy crawlers for like adults. Yeah. I would appreciate it. Like yeah. something like that would be cool. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just be don't cool. know if like as a like kid, as a I'm not sure if kids would appreciate it, but most people that are looking for this creepy crawlers movie would be like us. Like for nostalgia, and I just think like making it like kind of like the Fear Street almost would be cool. I could see that. Or I'm going they to make creepy crawlers with Chris Pratt. Oh, <laughs> why'd you have to do that to me? <laughs> and I, I like Chris Pratt just fine. I just don't Does want it... him to be Mario. No, I do not want him to be. Why Mario. would they pick him? I posted a thing on Facebook. I think if the internet can come together and bully them into changing Sp- the Sonic movie. We can bully them into making Mario Danny DeVito. I think that's perfect. That's fair. I stand by that. That's fair. On board. <laughs> now, I will. I will differ from Lee here. I, while uh, yes, if a creepy crawler machine came out now, people our age would be stoked about it. Yes. But at the same time, when the creepy crawler three essentially came out in the nineties, we were super stoked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean that was a that was my parents' toy, you know? Cuz it originated from 1964. Were they excited about that? I don't know. I, you should ask. I could ask. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying like it had already like trans transitioned from one um generation to the next. I don't see why it wouldn't. Like yeah. a ki- kids still like bugs. Like that's yeah. not that hasn't that's, changed. That's, tr- that's very true. You know. I think it totally would still work. I just think- I think so marketing companies don't even think kids want it so they're not even going to try yeah it's not an that app, that so said if paramount does it. make a movie there's going to be a toy tie-in for sure oh, absolutely. what it's going to be like if it's going to be an app 
you know, for a mobile game or something, there's going to be some kind of tie-in for sure. I would hope that it, that they stick to the roots of it being a maker. Yeah. Because I do think there's some pretty cool value in kids making stuff. Yeah. You know. What they would do is new app for the kids, bring back the goop and the maker for the adults, but make it a limited edition special thing for the adults and charge you four hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. That really does. That does. Charge you $400, and then each one of those little goop bottles is going to be 15 bucks. And there'll be a chip in it, so you can't use it unless you have the goop bottle. Yes. <laughs> it's got to be proprietary brand goop bottles. Oh, my God. No aftermarket. <laughs> now, I mean, we, we're kind of hitting at it, so let, let, we'll do our question. Chris, what do you think? Do you think you could make a Creepy Crawlers TV show today? Do you think kids would watch it? I think kids would absolutely watch a Creepy Crawlers show. Yeah. I don't think kids would watch this show. No. Yeah, no. But yeah, totally this show's very dated feeling. Yeah, something could totally be made from creating monsters in a machine and, and going yeah. wild with that. I mean, th that happens all the time with like kids' things. They write it in a book or it comes out of the TV. Yeah, no, yeah. it totally, totally fits. I mean, if they made it now, lightning would strike a 3D printer and they would make these monsters. That's what would happen. We, I know it. You know it. For That's sure. exactly what would happen. Yes. But I'm fine with that. Yeah. I would watch that show. I totally would. Oh, the only thing I wanted to add was uh, J.K. Rowling clearly watched this and got the idea for the sorting hat from Creepy Crawlers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> totally, I totally get that. Yeah, I definitely see that. <laughs> Well, Chris, this was awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us and watching this weird-ass cartoon from 1994. <laughs> um, tell our listeners again, where can they find you on the social medias? Hi, I'm on Instagram, the American Werewolf. If you want to see some great Brazilian candy, snacks, and weird shit I find. <laughs> Super into it. I live awesome. for it. All right, this is normally the part of the show where Lee plugs what, uh, whatever conventions or things we will be at. Um, I genuinely don't know if we have anything on the calendar, so um, we do take have, it away. We do have one more thing for the year, and then it will be jumping in the holiday season. Um, we're slowly starting to book stuff for the holidays and the Comic-Cons for the end of the year. But right now, officially confirmed on October 30th, Halloween weekend, we will be at the South Jersey Geek Fest Fair again Sweet. in Woodbury, New Jersey at the Tiki Tiki Board Games store in their parking lot um definitely come say hi check out the board the board game store it's super awesome there'll be a, um, a lot of great vendors there there'll be food it's a good time um if so if you're in south jersey definitely come on on by uh wear your halloween costume because it will be halloween weekend and i'm super excited about that but yeah as i said like holidays are coming up thanksgiving small business saturday christmas hanukkah whatever you celebrate that's all coming up um so there'll be some holiday markets coming up um i just don't have exact dates yet so just keep checking our instagram and facebook for that information um and keep listening to the podcast because we do announce them as we as they come up uh, other than that uh our art is in the south street art mart on south street in philadelphia um stop by the shop and say hi to nicole and nicole they're two really good friends there's like well i think at now there's like 130 artists in that shop um it's a great time um, if you can't get to the shop, SouthStreetArtMart.com is where you want to go. 
definitely check out their website um yeah and we're still in this freaking pandemic uh but just make sure you're supporting small businesses supporting each other supporting your restaurants etc yeah it might be over to some but it's definitely not over um as usual thanks for listening to my spiel as always talk to you soon right uh remember to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and join our facebook discussion group where we post just things about these shows that we loved growing up with um and from here we'll see you guys in a couple weeks peace you're listening to the geekscape network 